the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1220 KDOW is proud to present the podcast of Real Life Lending on Money 2.0. Now here's financial services expert Eric Elovsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. God, we've been off for a couple weeks. It is great to be back on air. Those of you that are new to the show, been doing this about going on four years now. Started up in Sacramento, kind of expanded throughout the Bay Area just because I was really upset about what I was hearing in the East Coast media and how difficult it was to get a mortgage and how terrible lenders were and how it was just a bad idea and a bad process. So this place, this show actually created and it's actually grown thanks to you folks out there. Uh, because it's a place for you, the consumer, to call and to get questions, ask questions, and get answers to them. And it's a place for you. So one of the things we offer all of our listeners is um, if you're in the middle of purchase or refinance transaction, send me a loan estimate, send me a transaction history, send me something that you want me to look at. My two cents is always free. One of two things are going to happen. I'm either going to say, hey, this is a good deal. It's market. Uh, and I would definitely sign that. Or I'm going to tell you, here's why you could do better and why. And I'll probably uh, call the loan officer and, and, and maybe have a little conversation with him. Uh, and that makes good radio. But those of you folks that are new to the show, my name is Eric McKay. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 27 years. Currently the Northern California Area Manager for Essex Mortgage, and I run the beautiful Loan Center in Northern California. But the best part of my day is sitting across the kitchen table from you folks, the listeners out there, helping you buy that first home, second home, first investment property, or maybe that first 50-unit apartment complex. So again, we have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. If you have a question, give us a call, 925-203-5808. 925-203-5808. That's also our text line, so you either can call or text. Our website is reallifelending.com. Today in studio, making her debut on Real Life Lending, we have Miss Dana Miller, realtor extraordinaire. He, she is a realtor and a partner with Navigate Realty. Hi, Dana. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you doing? Tell us a little about who you are and what you do. I sell a lot of houses. You do sell a lot of houses. I've heard that about you. I think last year was 54. Um, this year so far, 23. And I love what I do. So you heard it here, folks. We have somebody with, that's a, that's a player in the industry. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I actually got a note from uh, your partner who was bragging about you. <laughs> she said you were recently featured in Top Agent Magazine in California. What was that experience like? It was a great interview. You know, they, they went above and beyond just what my clients had to say about me because it was something I had to be nominated for. But they went into, like, my personal life. Like, what did I like to do? My obsession with cupcakes, trying to lose 10 pounds, which is not conducive <laughs> with the obsession with cupcakes. My cat rescues at abandoned that have been abandoned at properties. So it was really kind of a personal thing that went on, which is kind of neat. So you so, can look it up. So somewhere. you mean you you have a, you actually have a life outside of real estate? Because I I'm not I don't I don't understand that concept. Yes and no. Um, I'm always on call, but I can be on call in Hawaii if you know what I mean. <laughs> if I have my right partners in place, someone can show a house for me, or I can have a great assistant that will take care of paperwork for me. So well, that's a cool thing, and I know that you know, you're being you're being modest. You're what top. 
Three percent? Yes. <laughs> I now, sell a house here and there. You do. <laughs> and, and we appreciate you being here. So again, we're going to have some fun with Dana uh, later throughout the show. Again, if you have any questions for Dana, she is a producer. She, If you're thinking about listing your home, give us a call, 925-203-5808. And we're going to come up with some really amazing investment properties. I know your investors are out there listening. We'll do that towards the end of the show. We've got an eight unit, a five unit, and a three unit that we want to talk about that are great cash flow properties. So stay tuned. Um, and I know that everybody out there really loves when I talk about interest rates and you know how much I love to do it. So I'm going to make this really quick, uh, interest rates, we're hitting a three year low. Um, we have a fed meeting tomorrow. Nothing's going to happen. Uh, mortgage rates are going to stay the same, at least through the election. Our economy is not strong enough. We're having the, uh, England thinking about dropping out of the EU. Nothing is going to happen, but I think we have a really small window here. Uh, before something does happen a uh, little two years ago, if you would ask me if we would be sitting at interest rates in the threes in 2016, I, I would have laughed at you, but it's just the case right now. We're not only lows for the year, we're near three year lows. So again, if you're paying mortgage insurance or you're thinking about refining, you're putting it out, give us a call, work with me directly at 925-203-5808. But if you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, you really need to call your loan officer and talk about locking your interest rate. We have some volatility over the next couple of days, but that is my advice to you. Um, I had something come across my desk, uh, Dana, and I, hmm. I know that... Uh, <laughs> It kind of makes me feel old. I'm probably several years older than you. You win. <laughs> I do win. Um, but we're, we're this show's in the Bay Area, and I know we have a lot of listeners that maybe have gone through some downturns and maybe remember the '90s. Um, but this is kind of a look, a kind of a look back at what Bay Area home prices looked like 25 years ago. And we'll play a little game. Uh-oh. You have it in front of you, just in case you want to cheat. Oh, good. I can cheat. Fantastic. <laughs> Let me just pull that paper up really quick. <laughs> you know, back in 1990, the internet was in its basically infancy. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg was in grade school, and a single-family home in the Bay Area's most affluent counties could have be had for about three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Shut up. <laughs> Despite mortgage rates that were at over ten percent. Hmm. Uh, you guys remember? I don't know, maybe you're not. You're. Uh, you remember your interest rates when they were ten percent? I'm still twenty nine. You're still twenty eternally. I've got my thirty ninth coming up this You're Thursday. That's good. Yeah. I'm welcome. <laughs> wow. Dun, dun, dun. Where's my producer? Um, but yeah, today's mortgage rates, even though we just talked about, it, are really low by historical standards. But Northern California has, has always been one of the most expensive places in the U.S. to purchase a home. And basically, why? Inventory mm. shortages. Would you agree, Dana? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. No, you're out there right in now. the trenches every day. Isn't that the biggest problem that we're seeing? Is it still continue? Is it as bad as it was last year? Are we seeing a little more inventory? More. Well, no, we're seeing less inventory. So there's more more battles than there were last year. Wow. But do you want me to tell you sure. where the deals are? Tell me where the deals are. They're short sales. Because people are terrified of short sales from what we went to a couple went through a few years ago. So people have this this preconceived idea of what a short sale is and what it entails. But that's not true anymore. It's not accurate because what's happening now is those processes are streamlined, but the people were terrified. Well, the banks have the, have the, the force to do it. They know how to do exactly. them Exactly. So what's happening right now is you can go in with a short sale. You can go 20000 under list, and you can get that property and pick it up for a steal of a deal. Now that the banks have that infrastructure in place, are you still able to get that kind of a discount on a property? Absolutely. And that's you know that's a great comment because you're the first agent I've had here in a while that actually has – I haven't seen a short sale in forever. Are they still out there? You would have thought that everybody that could have would have Every so back often. In the day. Every so often you come across one. But again, you'll see a short sale sit on the market without an offer because people are terrified. Sure. 
but that's the one that I would buy if I was buying an investment property right now. You heard Any it here, property. folks. Uh, we're going to give your number out a couple times to, today, but tell us, somebody hears something they like, how do they get a hold of you? For a good time, call. Can I say that? Sure. 916-716-9046. Well, that's awesome because you know what? Buying real estate is still a great investment. And back to 1990, um, Golden State, you know, California homes cost twice as much as the national average. But in 1990... it was one hundred ninety three thousand, but a, cal- a home in California had a million median sale price of four seventy four. But let's kind of go through the Bay Area uh, uh, regions and kind of look back and see where they're at today. Because let's think about it. Nineteen ninety doesn't seem that long ago to me. I probably had a mullet. Uh, I probably pegged my pants. <laughs> I pegged uh, my pants too. And uh, you know, it, it was it was a great time. But God, it seems it seems like yesterday. But Alameda County. Let's take Alameda County for an example. Um, in two thousand fifteen, median phone price was seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars the highest in 25 years that's 220 percent higher than that same home sold for in 1990 for 227,000 so in 1990 that house cost 227 2015 cost 730 that's a pretty good return on investment that's why people you know i think people are a little cautious and maybe have been beaten up in the past would you agree but mm-hmm. it's still a best and a great investment, and that's what our job is as real estate professionals to get people back into the market. It's better than a CD, right? Absolutely. What you're in three percent, one percent, and taxable. Um, let's take another one: Contra Costa County, my old hometown. Um, home prices. Uh, let's see. They did only started uh, or record keeping in two thousand six. Median home price was six thirty four. Uh, 2015, nine years later, five thirty six. Uh, or actually, in two thousand five thirty six. Actually, that's a 37.4% increase. Wow. Uh, Marin County, uh, median, uh, median home price is uh, $1,120,000 in 2015. Uh, same house could have scored the same house in 1990 for $356,000. Um, and I have a personal story here, folks, because this can't happen. Um, I inherited a house in Danville in the Contra Costa County and, and sold it in 1997 for three eighty nine. Uh, it was worth 1.2 during the high about five years later. Hmm. So uh, we all make mistakes, right? So it can happen to everybody. But the point of this conversation is that you should not be sitting on the fence and renting right now. You really need to get back into the game and buy real estate. Uh, Dana, you're out in the trenches every day. What are you seeing as far as trends right now? Mm, I'm seeing we're, we're stabilizing, but we're still on the upswing. So we're still right now in in multiple offer scenarios. Um, let's see. So, I mean, it's a great time to be a seller, and it's a great time still to be a buyer to get off the fence, as you said, because there are still properties available that you can pick up for less than what you would be paying for in rent. Well, you mentioned um, short inventory, and especially in the mm-hmm. Bay Area, we've seen a lot of things you know, just flying off the shelves. And, it's, and we're very fortunate in Northern California. We were the first ones to, to experience the really brunt of the downturn, the first ones to pull ourselves out, but nothing like the Bay Area. Uh, we got a text question in, and this is from Mike in Fremont. says, I'm thinking of listing my home. What's the best way to prepare before speaking with an agent? I think the thing is, is with and when you're getting ready to do that, actually just speak with a few agents. And you want to, you wanna, I don't know about being prepared because your agent is your expert. So that's really who you want to listen to. So when you interview your agents, go with who resonates with you and who you feel comfortable with because you have to trust them. So listen to what your agent says. Absolutely. The most important thing is one of the things we talk about all the time. Uh, on the show is that it's all about the team you have in place and Mm -hmm. 
and even if you're not working with with somebody in my team, you know, it's more it's really more important that you're comfortable and they're getting you're getting serviced and making sure that your questions are getting answered because what's the most important thing in a real estate transaction? Communication. Mm-hmm. And 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 a real estate transaction is an emotional thing, right? Totally. Everybody's like up highs and lows and and, and sometimes uh, people hear what they want to hear, but our job as as real estate professionals is to keep the process moving uh, and meeting deadlines. And, and when things happen, raise the red flag and say, hey, this has happened. What's going on? But what I find is that people have such a, a, a poor a view on a real estate uh, industry after the downturn because of what they read in the newspaper, mm-hmm. because they saw banks closing and because the banks fi- were getting fined billions of dollars, that uh, it's really our job to kind of set the record straight. Our industry right now is in a really good uh, place. It's common sense underwriting on the lending side and real estate. We're growing at what a normal pace. Would you say five, six percent a year in some of most demographics? Give or take, maybe a little bit more in some areas. Sure. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to mention, you know, in, back to the question that you sure. had just given me was, don't look at Zestimate. Yeah. <laughs> Zillow, don't look at Zillow is. I think it's the stat is Zillow is fifty eight percent right within ten percent of the purchase price, and that's pretty much an F and an F all around. You know, I had a. Um, Actually, a, a note on that. One of the uh, chief executive officers or, or one of the executive officers of Zillow sold their house for 30% less than the estimate said. So <laughs> don't take that as the gospel truth. You Maybe take a peek at it, but really listen to your real estate professional. All right, folks, we're coming up on our first break. My name is Eric McCam here with Dana Miller. If you have any questions on anything you hear, give us a call, 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. You're listening to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220, KDOW. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. Today we have special guest Dana Miller, realtor extraordinaire in studio. Hi, Dana. Thanks for being here. Hello. Um, Before the break, we were talking about having a great team in place and how it's such a great time to buy real estate. And I have a little pet peeve, though, I'm going to talk about, Dana. Hmm. Because even after doing this for so long, you run across some people in the the business that, that just drop the ball. (laughs) <laughs> and they don't communicate. And I'm working, and I wanted to get your opinion. I'm working, and I'm not going to name names, but I, I have had such a problem with a title company uh, today. Docs went out on Saturday. Hmm. Didn't get a closing statement until today. Wow. Ten minutes before the buyer was supposed to sign. Oy. Buyer shows up. Signs locks. Well, she made, realizes in the middle of the signing she made an error on the proration for the homeowner's insurance to the tune of $2,200. <gasps> That's a big error. And she made that she she made that error on all of the all of the loan estimates and CDs and everything else that we've asked from escrow during for the last month. Uh, and how do you cure something like that? Uh, well, can you cure? No, I'm not going to cure it. No. Uh, and obviously the borrowers. Well, I don't have that money. I don't have the money. It was it's four thousand dollars more than than what Eric told me mm-hmm. yesterday, last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so obviously we get as real estate professionals we try to find a solution and we ended up having escrow eat the thirty eight hundred dollars. Well, at least they did the right thing. But but it just goes to consistency and finding the right people. And and my experience is that escrow companies I have some really great escrow companies I work with. But are you finding that a lot of the good ones are gone? I'm finding that once you find your team that knocks it out of the park, mm-hmm. be it your home inspector or your lender mm-hmm. or your title rep, you stick with them. Right. Absolutely. Loyalty, because that's the, the, what you're describing right now is a lot of what happens sometimes. Well, I think when the downturn happened and, and margins were so tight, a lot of the higher paid, really good people were gotten rid of. 
and mm. and uh, what I'm finding now is that we've got a lot of new people, but there's a few people that I've worked with for the last 20 years that I would definitely recommend, but it all gets back to having the team. Absolutely. You. It does. People you can trust. And Absolutely. to have backups, too, so you have a couple of Absolutely. people in your repertoire. Absolutely. Um, you know, how many times those listeners out there have I mentioned that San Francisco is the hottest market in the United States? Well, not anymore. It was knocked off, believe it or not, uh, uh, by um, Solano County. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and this is based on, by Northern California, it's based on um, a combination of the most listing views on its website from Realtor.com uh, and... Uh, qu- quickest pace of sale. Solano County suburbs edged out San Francisco, Oakland, Hayward metro area, which fell to number two position after the last six months of San Francisco being on top. You know what's crazy? I want to interject something. So sure. I just got um, an email from Realtor.com a couple of days ago, and they, they named the top 10 housing markets in the United States mm-hmm. right now. And to my recollection, there are at least four California towns. Absolutely. Get this. So there's Sacramento, not number one. No particular order. Number seven. <laughs> oh, look at you. So there's Sacramento, San Francisco, San Diego, and get this one, Stockton. What? Because you can get a deal in Stockton and have some positive cash flow. Absolutely. And you know what? Stockton's kind of have a resurgence after being voted one of the worst places to live in the United States. Uh, I forget which entity did that. But it actually has uh, some really good values, especially for their investors out there. A lot of the Barry investors are moving out in that direction Mm -hmm. to find properties that will cash flow day one. Right, because it makes more money for you there than it even does here in Sacramento. Absolutely. Hey, Dana, I got a text question for you. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. doesn't give a name, but it says, uh, my agent's asking me to sign a buyer-broker agreement. Should I do it? So, well, well, first of all, what is a buyer-broker agreement? A buyer-broker agreement ties you to the agent. So, I mean, it's again, it's sort of like a marriage. That agent is hopefully going to work their rear end off for you. Sure. And be ethical and honest and get you into a property or to help you sell your home. Well, not sell your home, but to get you into a property. So, this is really just for buyers. Right. And what this says is, Mr. Agent, I'm going to be loyal to you. You're going to be loyal and work your rear end off for me. Mm-hmm. So, so, we're together. You're going to be my agent no matter what. Um, I think that... Trust is important. If you are with your agent, you should completely trust them. So a buyer broker agreement shouldn't be an issue, right? And that's and and I and understand that folks that agents only get paid when the transaction closes. And right. I know that and sometimes you're showing twenty, thirty, or more houses, or working for months with somebody for months. And if they walk into an open house and write an, an offer with an agent that's hosting that open house. Which sounds it, kind of familiar. It, not that I'm bitter or jaded at all that's <laughs> happened. But six months of work, guess what? Your agent that you had no idea that you were doing this to, right. they don't get a paycheck. And this is how we feed our families. Yeah, folks. If you're working with a real estate agent and walk into a new home development, mention that you're working with an agent. and Don't fill out a registration card, correct? Absolutely. Because that basically nullifies all those months of work that you've been uh, working with your real estate agent. And the development or that listing agent can thereby cut them out of the deal. Completely. And that's something that we don't like and we'll fight for all of our partners on things like that. and heartless and sad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. We're coming up on another break, but I want to mention it. There's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. If you have a question for Dana or myself, give us a call, 925-203-5808. I know we've got a couple text questions came in. Again, you're listening to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220 KDOW. We'll be right back after this. All right, folks, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance. Today I have Miss Dana Miller here in studio. Hi, Dana. Hello there. Remind everybody who you are and what you do. 
I sell houses. You do? You sell a boatload of houses. Here and there. How many houses did you sell last year? 54. 54 houses. How many this year so 23 far? 23 or 24 so far. 23 or 24, and it's middle of June. Go figure. There you go. Right? So, folks, you've got a player here, so give us a call. Our text questions. We've got a lot of text coming in, but I know you've got some properties to sell. Dana, I tell do. me what you got. I do. Get this. Well, I've got a few of them that are actually off-market, but I've got one one little one here that's a three-bedroom, two-bath um, in the Rosemont area. Get this. It's a little over 1,000 square feet, so it's smaller. List price, we just reduced to two forty eight nine. Two forty eight nine. Which could rent between thirteen and fourteen hundred dollars a Absolutely. month. Absolutely. How is this not sold yet? It's a good cash flow property. Right, investors I'm out there. I know we've got a bunch of we got a bunch of uh, uh, multi units later on in the show, folks. But you know these are great properties, and this is up in the Sacramento area. It is, yes, Rosemont. Yeah, so it's Sacramento. What kind of rents would this property bring? Between About 13 to fourteen hundred. Yeah, three bedroom, two bath. That's and great. it's remodeled. Doesn't nothing has to be done to that one, which is amazing. Then I've okay. got some other ones too. I've got a couple three twos. Um, one is about fifteen hundred square feet off of La Riviera, which is a beautiful area nine five eight two six, uh, right outside Arden Arcade. Gorgeous. That one's uh, three twenty five, and another one close to Midtown. Okay. It's a three bedroom, two bathroom, um, in Colonial Heights for also three twenty five. These two are not on the market yet. So these are two little special ones, and then a, then a bigger one. But those are the those are really great. And, and one of the things that we're we're seeing more and more of, especially since the show's been been expanding through the Bay Area, is we're getting calls from super commuters or people that want to become super commuters. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think people that may have gotten priced out of some of the, the areas in the Bay Area. Um, in fact, I got a call from a listener. I hope you're uh, you're listening now, folks. Is that uh, they live in San Jose and they work for the phone company and they are. They got tired. They got priced out. And their lender, local lender there, told them that um, you needed to buy within 72 miles. I don't know where he pulled out 72 <laughs> miles from uh, in order to be a primary residence away from your job. Uh, and the facts are, folks, is that Fannie, Freddie, HUD, VA, there's no set rules for mileage to be a, a commuter. Uh, as long as it makes sense and your employer understands you're going to be driving and uh, it, 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 it makes fiscal sense for you and uh, a good letter of explanation will always take care of this. We were in contract in Elk Grove and they're living in San, or working in San Jose, which is not that long. I actually have a firefighter that works, lives in El Dorado Hills and he commutes to San, uh, Santa Cruz. Wow. So there's no set rules on that. If we can make it work sense, and that's one of the benefits of being a bank because we underwrite all of our loans. We make all the lending decisions in-house is that we can structure that. I can get on the phone with the underwriter and say, look, this is the situation. How do we structure it to get it done? And these folks bought a 3,000 square foot house for around $400,000 that would have cost eight or nine in San Jose. And wow. they are thrilled. And they're actually going to close next month. It's actually almost being done, built. So again, those are things that folks talk to somebody, give us a call and find out what's going to work. Dana, what other houses do you have? Oh, I have this phenomenal land. Get this. So this is in Citrus Heights, which is, um, it's still in Sacramento County. Let's see. This is almost four acres that can, oh, it's 3.19. Sorry. Um, but it can be actually subdivided, which is phenomenal. We are at 950 on this. There are some plans. One's a plan for multi-units that have been graphed out for seven units and another option for nine units. Um, also it can be cluster homes for uh, senior living, which is great development prospect right right there. Seriously. I know Barry listeners out there, we've got a lot of properties that, uh, cash flow well, and here's a development project that we have. And I know that, uh, we, have another break in another uh, minute but um i have uh one question from this comes from dale in vallejo i'm currently separated can i buy a home by myself um yes uh, really? absolutely 
married soul and separate. You can deed the, uh, title it that way. Obviously, your current wife would have to sign a uh, spousal waiver. Oh, gotcha. And we can close. Now, that's with a conventional loan. Unfortunately, if you, unless there's a, something, separation agreement and a financial agreement filed with the court, stamped by the court, then we don't need uh, ungodly loans like an FHA loan or a VA loan. We would normally need to include the wife's liabilities. Uh, on those types of loans. But the answer is yes. It depends on your certain situation. And again, give me a call, 925-203-5808. Hey, folks, it's 640. We're going to come up on another break real soon. When we come back, we're going to talk about some multi-units. Again, we have an eight-unit, a five-unit, and a three-unit. And I think before we hit those, we talk about convention, uh, uh, investment financing. And I know that you work with a lot of investors, right? I do. I know you met a few sitting on the beach in Hawaii last mm, month. Right? <laughs> We should touch on that. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220 KDOW. My name's Eric McKay. I'm here with Dana Miller. We'll be right back after this. All right, folks, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We have the best bumper music in all of Real Estate Talk Radio. Thank you. Hey, um, you're listening to Real Life Lending. I'm here with Dana Miller. Dana, I know that we have a lot of investors uh, that listen to the show, and we're going to make your phone ring. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I want to remind everybody that a lot of the, some of the properties that we're going to talk about today are considered commercial properties because, uh, two to four units or one to four units is residential where normal underwriting guidelines apply just like as you normally would for your single family residence. Um, you're qualifying based morally on your financials, but once we get over four units, we're into a commercial lending where more weight is put on the property itself and what we call debt service and the income the, uh, property produces in relationship to the normal operating expenses and, and mortgage. So one to four units based on you, the strength of the borrower five and above based on you and the property makes sense. Okay. And, uh, one of the things that, that we always sell multi-units, I know that investors listen to us every week to try to get these sold. And I know if you have any questions, on any of these properties, give Dana a call at uh, 916-716-9045. Or 46, actually. Or 46. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong digit. See, I wear these glasses for a second. What's your they number again? Domino's Pizza or something. 916-716-9046. And your website? www.agentdana.com. So one of the things when, I mean, you work with investors, what are the things they look for? Um, they look for um, a positive cash flow. And Absolutely. I want to I mention the whole the whole thing with real estate, even from an investment standpoint, is to extend but not overextend. Absolutely. And don't bank on what the market's going to do next month or six months. Yes, it's going to appreciate, but it's never going to be a linear line. It's always going to have ebbs and flows. So you, you do your investment purchase based on what you see today. That's Absolutely. And look at that property and drive by it different times a day. Mm -hmm. I always tell people to do that because what may seem great at 10 a.m. may not be the nicest place at 10 p.m. Right. Uh, and it has a lot to do with your 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 uh, uh, renter's pool. And that's one of the things you have to think about when especially looking for investment property. You know, our rental market, I'm sorry to cut you sure, off, but no our, our rental market is so strong right now. 2015 Sacramento area, number one in the nation, single family resident. Residence rent increases 15%. Shut up. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. It's nuts. And, uh, and that's one of the things. Listen, if you're paying rent, you're paying someone else's mortgage off, you really need to stop. And one of the things that we can do here is get you fully underwritten, fully pre-approved to help buy you that first property. We'll, we'll tell you what your payment's going to be. We'll tell you all the down payment assistance programs that are out there. And we'll hand you off to Dana, and she's going to go find you a house. Yeah, we get to go shopping. So, <laughs> that <laughs> sounds eerily familiar. Uh, but again, if you're, and we love first-time homebuyers, but if you're looking for some great investment properties, and if you want to finance a, a – if you have the cash, even better. But one of the things that – 
first time investors, the biggest mistake they make, Dana, is they think of return on investment of purchase price. I spent two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I'm only making five extra hundred dollars a month. Well, the numbers don't work there. But your return on investment is what you actually put into that property. Your down payment, your closing cost, that is your initial investment. That's where your return on investment is based on. And one of the things that I do is when somebody's looking at a at a property, I'll actually do a market analysis, and we'll take not only the annual rents, we'll take the tax base, we'll take the insurance costs, we'll take uh, vacancy factor depending on what type of property it is. So, because we know it's not going to be leased hundred percent all the time. So we'll factor that in as well. We'll factor in a little bit of appreciation. We'll do a little bit of rent increases depending on how long you're going to hold the property, but everything is really designed towards you. What's your plan is for that house. Are you 1031ing, meaning moving, selling another investment property and moving over to this one? What's your long-term goals? That has a lot to play in it. I know that you play in some of the big leagues on some of those things, right? Some of those, yeah. yes. I do. I dabble in commercial. And when I say dabble, I sell commercial. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the few folks in the company that actually do a lot of commercial. And it's a... It's it's something that is is a little bit different than residential, but you tend to work with some people that really understand the numbers. Yeah, well, agree? it's more numbers driven. So Absolutely. commercial is not an emotional reaction to a property. It's completely numbers. So we have uh, some properties that I really want to talk about today. Uh, we have a five unit uh, building, which means it would be a commercial property. This five unit complex. What do you think the sale price is? Our Barry investors are thinking, well, uh, two million, three million. I'd say five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to say about five fifteen. It it brings in about fifty-three thousand dollars in gross rents each year, um, and it is actually has a cap rate of about five point six percent. Assuming you put twenty-five percent down, you're financing the property at four percent. Uh, you're going to make before depreciating and everything else. It's going to have an annual cash flow of about seven thousand six hundred twenty dollars. And you're going to make about 5.6% on your money. So what are you making in the savings account? <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and again, 525, we're at a loan amount of 392. Your total cash to buy this property, including closing costs and everything else, would be about $167,000 out the door. And you're going to make 6% year one. Now, what, ha- what did I just say about rents in the Sacramento area? They're, they're the highest. So how many of these folks could in these eight units could you do a rent increase when their lease expires? Yeah. Get another 15%. Mm-hmm. So something to think about. So again, we have this uh, five-plex. Dana, how do they get a hold of you to see this? 916-716-9046. Okay, we have another eight-unit apartment complex. Um, what would purchase price? Oh. Let's see. I'm going to say eight units, folks. Eight units. I'm going to say eight seventy three five. Four forty nine. Shut up. Eight units. I'm going to buy it. Four forty nine. <laughs> fifty four. Over fifty four thousand dollars in annual rents. You're looking at a seven and a half cap rate, seven percent return on your money. You're looking at a seventy five percent loan to value. Your total cash out the door to buy this eight unit complex is one hundred and thirty eight thousand, one hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars. That's amazing. Uh, and this is a re- these are properties that are on the market right now that you yep. can give Dana a call and see this week at 916-716-9046. I can f- have create financing for each of these. I already have the workups done. If you want to see them, give us a call, 925-203-5808. I've got complete analysis. These are based on buying and holding for 10 years. And these are some great deals. I've got one more after the break, and this one's a three-unit. 
that actually is really nice, needs absolutely no work. And I actually do a thorough workup. I assume deferred maintenance. I, I, I actually, when I do something like this, I'm assuming the worst. So your cap rate and your return on investment could be higher, but these are real numbers. All right, folks, we're coming up on our break. You're listening to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220 KDOW. My name's Eric McKay. I'm here with Dana Miller. Hello. We'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We have had a great show with Miss Dana Miller. Um, if you've heard anything on those investment properties, those multi-units, give Dana a call. Uh, she's ready to show them. 916-716-9046 or go to website www.agentdana.com. You don't know if I'm a spy or a realtor. It's fantastic. <laughs> I know you've got another property to sell. Let's sell this one. What oh, that's right. Okay, so my co-agent slash partner, James, he in uh, Communications Hill in San Jose, he's got a 1,600-square-foot home that has just come on the market or is not quite on the market. I'm not sure. Heard it here first, folks. 721, and James's number is 916-667-6038. There is not... There's hardly any inventory here at all. So again, communication sales. Do we know feet. how big the property is? Six, Sixteen hundred square, square feet. Yeah, yeah. So that's his so number. Give call James him. a call. Yes, you want that number again? Sure. Nine one six 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 seven six zero three eight. You're welcome, James. All right. Hey, we got another text question for you, Dana. This one's up your uh, your alley. Days on market says my agent wants me to remove my home from the market to reset days. Is that a good idea? Only if you're going to completely repackage it. Well, I think you got to figure out why it's set. First and foremost, yes. So the first thing you would do is a new market analysis to make sure and, and uh, to get feedback from agents that have shown it if it's been shown. Sure. If it hasn't been shown, then you've missed your mark with the listing price. Um, but to do a market analysis, if you remove it from the market, you need to repackage it so it looks like a brand new listing. So that being said, typically what happens is if you take that property off but put it back on a week later, you're going to have two numbers that show as days on market. You'll right. have DOM, which is days on market, and CDOM, which is collected days on market so you're not going to fool anybody but at least you'll still have that blast out to everybody where it looks new just package it new new pictures new 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 flash basically so it still shows it does how long it's been for sale for those of us that are in the industry so your professionals that are actually going to be showing the house we get the super secret special what about the average consumer that sees zillow will it look like it's just been listed um you'll get like a you'll get a spruce you'll probably get two listings on it actually you'll get the old one and the new one and that's why it's critical that you repackage repackage it so it looks like a new listing does Hmm. that make sense it does yeah so more flash okay hey dina um predictions for the rest of the year i think that we're still going to have a hot season for the next few months. There is definitely a lack of inventory, right. especially in certain price points. Luxury markets, we're seeing slow down just a little bit. So um, I think we're going to slow down just a smidge after the end of September. Hmm. Uh, is it well, going to crash? No. no Don't be silly. Gonna. So let, let listen to that again. But the most important thing, like we said in the beginning of the show, is work with a great team. Come get fully underwritten, fully pre-approved. We'll find out what's best works best for you, the loan structure, and we'll hand you off the data. But you investors out there, we've got a ton of great investment properties here in our area that will cash flow day one. I know it's difficult in the Bay Area sometimes. Call Dana at 916-716-9046. And your website again? www.agentdana.com. Well, you did great. Will you come back again? Yay! Okay, I will. Well, thank you, Dana, for being here. That's only a little terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, real quick. I know we're coming up on one minute to the show, but uh, I I had a a caller call in uh, during the break and left me a message. Uh, It was a past client. 
A lot of you don't know, if you have an elderly parent or a disabled child, you can purchase as a primary residence for them. It's a really an unused product. Give me a call. They want to they want to learn more about it. Work with me directly, 925-203-5808. Again, 925-203-5808. And call me and learn about our HELP grant program. This is free money. It's, it's created by a nonprofit. No repayment, no recapture of funds. So you can literally get into a house with no money down. If you want to learn more, give me a call, 925-203-5808. Again, 925-203-5808. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thanks, Dana. Thank you. Bye, guys. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.